You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. Amen. You may be seated and open up to Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to 20. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I am, the Son of Man? Who do men say that I am, the Son of Man am? So they say, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others, Jeremiah, and one of all, one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the anointed one, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood, man, has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say this to you, that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. On this revelation, and the, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed on heaven. You see, Peter had a moment with Jesus that unlocked his destiny, that unlocked something new in his life that he never had before. Something was unlocked in Peter's life and tonight something will be unlocked in your life in Jesus' name. You may be stuck somewhere, you may be going through the same battles over and over, but tonight it is the last night you will go through that battle in Jesus' name. Today you will receive a revelation of who Jesus is in your life. Can I get an amen? As Peter was speaking to Jesus, he said, you are the anointed one. The other disciples didn't say that. Peter said that. And Jesus was speaking to all of his disciples, but only Peter got that Jesus is the anointed one. Then Jesus said to him, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. So how was this revealed to Peter, only from God, from heaven itself was revealed. This was revealed to Peter. And family, your destiny, your defining moment is on the other end of your revelation of who Jesus is. It's on the other end of who Jesus is. So I'm here to ask you today, what is your revelation of Jesus? Revelation 1 verse 1 to 3, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Today, I really want to ask you, what is your revelation of Jesus Christ? You know, I grew up in this church and I attended it faithfully. I've been here for 23 years and never missed a service in Jesus' name. Well, I have missed a service, but I've, I've never looked to the left, looked to the right. I've never 
thought, hmm, let me go try that church down the road. You know, there was just something drawing me to this church. I don't know what it was, but I just found home here. And my parents really, they taught me, it's important, you need to go to church every Sunday. You need to pray. You need to do, read your word. You need to do this and you need to do that in order to have a relationship with Jesus. But I had to make a decision in my own life. When I get to heaven one day, I'm not going to stand there with my parents. I'm not going to stand next to my pastor. I'm not going to stand next to my leaders. I'm going to stand before God by myself. And He's going to ask me, why did you do this on earth? Why did you act like this and why did you say these things? And when I get to heaven, I can't say, because my pastor said so. Because my leader said I need to. Because my parents said, this is what I need to do. You know, we have an awesome pastor here at the Bay, Apostle Allen. And he always says, when someone asks you, why do you do this at the Bay? Why do you act like this? You can't say, because my pastor said so. You have to say, because it is written, and that's why I do it. In the same way, when you get to heaven and God speaks to you, you need to be able to say, it is written. So I had to make a decision in my own life. I can't live life according to my parents' revelation of who Jesus is. I can't live life according to my parents' relationship with God. I have to receive my own revelation. I have to receive my own relationship with Jesus. So it took me making the time to go into the prayer closet. It took me making the time to read my word, to receive my own revelation. Galatians 1 verse 11 to 12, For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. And what is the only way you can receive revelation? Through the Word of God. And what is the best way to receive revelation? It's through time in the secret place with God. Maybe you're in a place today and you just haven't received anything new from God. Maybe you're just running off the same revelation that you had 10 years ago when you first got saved. Maybe ministry has gotten the best of you and you've gotten too busy with the things of God rather than the God of the things. Without relationship, there is no revelation. And without revelation, there is no relationship. We live in a world that is very fast paced and fast going. We have fast food. We have fast cars. We have fast internet. We have fast phones. If our phone's not fast enough, we go and we get a new one. We have fast relationships. And then God is saying to you, just slow down and spend time with me so I can impart into you a revelation to help you in your next season. Because God is saying to you, if you want to make it out of this next season, out of this next 
crossway that you are going on to because God has better for you. As we heard this morning, God wants to expand us. What a powerful word from Pastor Dylan this morning. I've made a decision. I'm forgetting the past and I'm looking forward to the future. So today I'm asking you, press in because God has a new revelation for you. God has something new for you. Say to your neighbour, God has something new for me. Now in this fast world that we're in, we live in an inconsistent world. You know, my wife and I, we like McDonald's, especially after a Friday night at youth. No one feels like cooking then, so we go to McDonald's and we order because it's fast food. It's never consistent. It's either they leave the sauce out or they don't get the chips in and then you have to turn back and you have to get your order placed in. But God is the only person that is consistent in this world. I'm telling you today, if you want to put your faith in anybody, put your faith in God. Put your faith in Jesus. I've learned in my relationship with my wife and being married, before we were married and we were dating or we were engaged, you know, I thought I knew my wife. But then you put us in a one-bedroom flat together. And then you start to see things like, you do that? I didn't know that. And it's the same for her. And it's the same with your relationship with God. I can tell you about God. You can come spend time with God on a Sunday. But once you get close to God, once you get alone with God, it's a whole different ball game. Then He starts reveal, revealing things to you that you never knew before, that you never saw before. Then when you read the Word, what? That was in the Word? I've never seen that before. And it's very easy in your day-to-day -day relationships to let circumstances get the best of you. Now, I'm a person, I'm not perfect, but I can get very hangry sometimes. And my wife is the one that gets the most of that. So I got to repent daily. But I want to tell you today, don't let circumstances get the best of your relationships. Don't let what is happening in your life distract you from your relationship with God. Don't let the challenge that you're in today take you away from the secret place. Because your revelation, your breakthrough is in the secret place. The word God wants for you is in the secret place. Acts chapter 3 verse 19 to 21. Repent therefore and turn back that your sins may be blotted out. That times of refreshing may come from the presence of of the Lord, and that He may send the Christ, the anointing appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring. All the things about which God spoke by the mouth of His holy prophets long ago. You may be here today struggling, battling, going through these challenges and trying to do it all on your own. You hear and you're saying, I need to get through this and you're doing everything in your ability. But my friend, it just takes faith in Jesus. It just takes faith in God to get you through. Do not give up. 
we heard this morning, do not give up because God is ready to expand you. And the thing is, it does take you. It takes your faith. But the thing is, this is the good news. It just takes faith like a mustard seed. God is saying, just believe as much as a mustard seed and I can help you. You see, your breakthrough is on the other side of your revelation. How do we know that? If we think of the woman with the issue of blood, she had a revelation that Jesus could heal her. So when she pushed through the crowd, she kept saying, if I could only touch the hem of his garment, because she received a revelation. Now when she touched it, she was, she was healed immediately because of her faith. Then Jesus said to her, your faith has made you well. Whenever someone in the Bible was going through their next challenge, or their next thing, God appeared to them as though what they needed, as what they needed in that time. Now, I'm not qualified enough to speak on things like the anointing and all of those things like our apostle does, but I am qualified to teach you about a relationship with God. And God is saying to you today, press in, because He wants to reveal to you who He is in this season that you are in now. When he appeared to Abraham in the, in the, in the bush, he said, I, he said, I am that I am. This is who I am. Or he appeared to whoever in the Bible, I am Jehovah Jireh, or I am Jehovah Rapha. Who is God to you today? Who is Jesus to you today? Because He is everything that you need. Jesus is everything that we would ever need. We don't need the things of this world. All we need is Jesus. Can I get an amen? amen. Ch Titus chapter 2 verse 9. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for Himself a people for His own possession, who are zealous for good works, declare these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Family, I'm here to tell you today, you are very precious to God. You are very valued to God. Often I say before I speak at our youth services, I like to let the crowd say after me, I'm not like everybody else and I'm not here to live like everybody else. When God placed you on this earth, He set you apart for a specific work, to look, to look differently, to act differently, to be different, to speak differently. That when you walk in a room, everything changes. That when you walk into the room, people see the light. That when you walk into the room, there is peace. That when you walk into an interview, they say, I don't know why I need to give you the job, but you are the right man, the right woman for the job. 
And that is the grace that God has given to us. Us as believers, we need to not only love who Jesus is, but we need to love the way that Jesus lived as well. If Jesus were to appear to you today and did everything he did in the Bible, and if you think about the Jesus that is in your head that you serve, or the Jesus that you've made him, because sometimes we stray from the word. And think about the Jesus in your head. If Jesus was to appear to you today, would you say, get behind me, Satan? Or would you say, faithfully, I will serve you, Jesus. My master, I am here. Do whatever you need. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, your going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. So those that don't have a husband or wife yet, it's not too late. You've been rejected too many times. The Word will change you from the inside out in Jesus' name. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. It's very interesting when people get saved and then they have to renew their minds because they like to live and say, yeah, but that's not what my people do. That's not what I do in my culture. Our culture doesn't matter anymore. Our culture is the kingdom of God. That is our culture. So when you live a life, when we live life, do people say, that's who Jesus is? People need to see Jesus in you. So I try my best not to fit in because if I fit in, I find myself being dragged down by the culture of this world. And it's not my job to, be a, to fit in with the trends and do whatever the trends are. It's my job to be a trendsetter. It's my job to set the trends for, for this world, to live a life and set a culture that the world can follow. That the world looks at me and they say, I want to follow that man because he has something different. He has something that I don't have. Our job here on this earth as believers is to be doers of the, of the Word. Being a born again child of God, a Christian, is not just going to church every Sunday and living a good life, but it is declaring the Word of the Lord and living the way Jesus did, living like heaven and on earth. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Jesus said to Peter when he said, you are the anointed one. Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound on earth, on, in heaven. But it only happened through a revelation that Peter received. I can only bind things on earth if I know that Jesus is doing it through me, that the anointing is doing it through me. I can only pray for people to be healed if I know that Jesus is the healer. I can only have my needs met if I have a revelation that God is my provider and I'm not the one doing the work to make the providing. 
You see, God does the work through you. He gives you the grace and then He makes you look good for doing it. And then it's our jobs to flip the switch and say, all the glory to God. John chapter 1 verse 10 to 13. He was in the world and the world was made through Him. Yet the world did not know Him. He came to His own and His own people did not receive Him. But to all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, of man but of God. Don't become so fixed on the Jesus in your head that if Jesus actually had to appear before you, you would have to say, get behind me, Satan. Fix yourself on the word of who Jesus is and says He is. Because the Bible says when Jesus comes, He comes as though as a thief in the night. And the Bible said, yeah, when Jesus came, His very own people did not recognize Him. What is gonna change when Jesus comes the next time? And the only way you will know that it's Jesus and not some imposter trying to be like Jesus, but it's actually Jesus is through a revelation. You see, you, know, you don't know my wife like I know my wife because I spend time with her. I spend alone time with her. And I receive revelations about her that you will never have. Praise the Lord. And it's the same way with your relationship with Jesus. That you will only receive revelations with Jesus if you're in the secret place with Him. That if He had to come back, when He comes back, will you recognize who this Jesus is? Will He recognize Him inside of you? Revelations 3 verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. Jesus is waiting for our response. If life has gotten the best of you, God will pick you up. God is ready to deliver you in Jesus' name. No matter how young you are, no matter how old you are. Maybe you're saying, I'm too old, my time is over. My friend, no, it is not. Your time is only getting started in Jesus' name. Maybe you're saying today, I've done too much. I've walked too far away. My friend, no, you haven't. Jesus is the Redeemer. He can redeem you. He can pick you up, lift you up on high and still use you today in Jesus' name. Maybe you're here and you think you're too young. My friend, no, you are not. Jesus can still use you where you are at. Maybe you're saying you don't have a platform big enough. My friend, yes, you do. Maybe Jesus just needs to reach one person through you. Jesus is ready to do a work through you like no other before. Whatever God started, He is faithful and just to finish what He has started. My friend, it is not over. It is just getting started. God is ready to do a work through you, but what is your revelation of this Jesus? Who is this revelation of who Jesus is? 
Do you believe that He is the provider? Do you believe that He is the healer? Do you believe that He has already done the victory in you? You see, now, you see, David could only kill Goliath because he had a revelation that God was strength inside of him because he killed the bear and he killed the lion. But if he gave up after the bear, how would he have killed Goliath? If he gave up after the lion, he wouldn't have killed the bear and he wouldn't have been ready for Goliath. You see, maybe you're in your bear moment. Maybe you're in your lion moment and God is just preparing you. God will use what the devil has sent you to equip you for the Goliath that is coming because it's not you that is doing the work. It is Jesus inside of you. It is His strength that will kill the Goliath and He will make you look good. And just like He made David king, He will then anoint you to do the same. Are you ready for that breakthrough today? Are you ready to receive that revelation today? Can I ask that everybody please stand to their feet? Now, I'm reminded of a man in the Bible, his name, a prophet in the Bible, his name is Hosea. And Hosea was equipped and told by God, go and marry a prostitute. And he's given this hard task and he goes and he marries this prostitute and her name was Goma. And he married her, made her his own, brought her into his house, gave her everything that she needed, everything. She lacked for nothing. But she never had the revelation that she already had everything. And then what Goma did is she left Hosea, she left the life that Hosea gave her and ran away to her old ways of doing things. She said she's going to chase down her lovers again. And God said, I'm going to make her chase her lovers, but though that she cannot catch them. I will, tell, I will make it so that she knows that when she was with me, she had everything. So what Hosea did, he went and he fetched her again. And he brought her in and forgave her. And then Goma left a second time. She left again. And then God said, don't go and fetch her this time. Let her realize that she needs to come back to me. And family, that's a representation of the church to Jesus. Jesus came down, fetched us in our sin, in our pain, in our old ways of life and our ways of living and gave us everything. Yet we have still rejected Him in our own ways. And maybe you're here today and you ran away from Jesus and you ran away from the life that Jesus gave to you. Jesus is saying, come back. Come back. He went and He fetched Goma. And today, Jesus is in this place and He's here to fetch you. Maybe you've been living a life that is not the life that you want to live. Maybe a life that you're not proud of living. But God is saying, come back to me, my child. I'm here to accept you into my house. I'm here to make you my child. I'm here to make you my own.
You see, Gomer didn't have the revelation that, gee, that Hosea was everything she needed. Then the Bible says, God said that, that Gomer needs to realise that I'm not just her master, but I'm her husband as well. You see, Gomer was living in a way where Hosea was her master instead of her husband. And today, Jesus is saying to you, make me your husband. Make me your everything. Make me your all, your alpha and omega, the beginning and the end.